go to Genesis 17 and then we'll read that so that we can put our, our title, our subject title and our inspiration today. So when verse 3, verse 17, verse 3 says, So he carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast full of name of blasphemy having seven heads and ten hearts. Amen. Amen. So the woman had the power of the beast. Or the woman, the beast had the power that it, that resonates on this woman. You get this. So it's very important to actually look at this that there is a woman in the last day that will be sitting upon a scarlet colored beast. And this is the time or an hour that you and I are facing. Amen. Amen. And upon this wife, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abomination of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. Says drunken. It is the woman, his influence, and how she is known. She is the very person that has been killing the saints from the time of Jesus Christ, the Matthias of the gospel. And we know who this woman is. Is Roman or Romanism or Roman Catholic Church. You must understand, Roman Catholic Church was once before it became Roman Catholic Church, it was what? It was a pagan Rome which was turned into Papal Rome. And then it became, from Papal, from Papal Rome, it became a Roman Catholic Church which the word Catholic means universal, right? So therefore when we say Roman Catholic Church and you've got your wonderful families attending Roman uh, Catholic Church, it's not, uh, we're not trying to fight the church, Roman Catholic Church, you know, that little uh, group. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about the bigger thing here. But that little thing that brought up the church, you are so, your, your wonderful families who attend, is part of this thing. It's unfortunate. We have families attending there, and then we know they are actually following the beast from them. Alright? Until the Lord calls them out of that. It's unfortunate, don't worry, because it says it's a matter of harlots. So there are many harlots I can call here now, which the word woman, the woman in the Bible typifies the church, right? Amen. So when it talks about a woman, which is a whore, it's a whore, it's a person that lives unfaithful to, to her marriage vows. Now, it speaks of harlots. Harlots are the same. They are prostitutes. They live unfaithful to their marriage vows. They do not have a clean living. So therefore, when it speaks of harlots, it speaks of churches that branch out. Of it. There are many Pentecostal churches today that, that, that became or fell upon, fell under the same umbrella. Yeah. You understand? You can name them, you can name them. If you want me to name them, I can help you to make it to make your life easy. You see, because I'm not afraid to name them. Amen. They might call them full gospel, can be faith mission, uh, uh, faith mission, full gospel, uh, assemblies, oneness. 
Chelsea United. Bring them, bring them. Chelsea, call them, bring them. Bring them, Reima. Bring them, bring these halos. Bring them all. Bring them all. You can, you can name them. Amen. So if you have your loved ones in the church, you must just, you must just know they are already in a red zone. They are living in a red zone. Mm. How the difficulty? I thought faith mission will go better in this day. Uh, 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 charismatic or the uh, uh, church of the safe people. <laughs> I'm laughing at you. Because you don't know they have fallen a long time ago back to the devil himself. And then the religious work they do now does not mean they are in Christ. Yeah. So there are people, there are churches operating without Christ. So we need to sometimes say this thing. And we say it out of love and correction. We, have, we are not passionate. We are not trying to bad name them. We tell exactly who they are. You know? yeah. So what are you? So you mean you are the only one? No, no, we are not the only one. We are part of the body of Christ. Amen. We have rejected the devil and we have submitted into the full authority of the way. If you ask me, how do you say this ones? How do they baptize? Check them. They baptize just like low. Just like their mother. They do many things just like their mother. They appoint women preachers just like their mother. You understand? They, they have got a hierarchy process just like their mother. They are denomination just like their mother. You must understand that we are not a denomination. We can't denominate. We can't denominalize the weight. Amen. When you denominalize, when you make a denomination, you remove the Holy Spirit and you put them to be your authority. Yeah. I have a, I have a family, a relative of, of, of people in, in Full Gospel. Uh, the, uh, the, the husband just died and Full Gospel is just doing whatever they want to do. They are ruthless. It's denomination. They can't do anything outside what the denomination wants them to do. Even if the Spirit leads so. That's the danger of denomination. Yeah. So I was just showing you the halos. Yeah. So there may be lovely people in there that must come to the bride. They must still be called out, you know? Amen. That's what we are saying. We are not condemning them. We are just mentioning what it is. Yeah. So you see, the fact that we play all keyboards, all of us play, and we sing this, somehow we sing the same song, never. And then everybody thinks, oh, we are the same. No, we're not. Amen. They are helping us. They're hiding us. It's a shark. Yes, They're hiding a seed. But soon, soon, not very far soon, you will realize they're going to appear what color they are. They are the ones who are going to put back this woman. They are the ones who are going to put him on that beast. You will realize that. Are you getting it now? So if you are in those chairs, run for your life now. Don't say I didn't tell you. If you have a family member, go tell them. You know, I told him, go tell your family member to come out of that. Come out of here, my people. Be not partakers of her sins. Let her unbelief not defile you. Run for your life. Do I want the people to come to our church? No. Oh, obviously not. That's not the matter. I want them out of that uh, trap, religious trap, into Christ. If they choose to serve with us, so be it. We'll see if they can handle the weight. Because in order to serve with us, 
in the Lord, you must be able to handle the truth. Can you handle the truth? So therefore, we are seeking the elect. Are you getting me, saints? Amen. He says, I saw a woman dragged with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the Matthias of Jesus Christ. And when I saw her, I wondered with the great admiration. Wondered why? Because he didn't think this woman would actually come up, come back again. But it is prophesied here that Rome and Romanism will rule the world again. Are you seeing that? Amen. All right. There's something that I want to read. I can read for you all of it and explain it, but that I don't want to do that now. There are messages where I actually really went through and explained it. So uh, if you follow our messages, you'll actually get it. It says here, and the ten horns, verse 12. And the ten horns which thou sowest are the ten kings which have not, have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. One hour with the beast. So the hour here is not your, how many minutes, 60 minutes, right? It's a period of time that has been put by the one in authority. Right? So may we bow our heads, our Heavenly Father, and be your word to us. Put me away, Lord. Use the members of my body. Inspire me and speak to your people, Lord. Lord, as we stand here, we say, forgive our sins, our trespasses, and our iniquities. Take our evil away from us. We call everything that may be a disturbing in us or outside a sin as we surrender to you today. And Lord, we put every spirit, every person under the full authority and control of the Holy Spirit. So that the Holy Spirit may take charge of the sins and speak to our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So you please see the saints so that we can actually do it. Hallelujah. So that we can do this. So our message today it is the prayer that prepares us to escape the hour of temptation. Prayer that prepares us. <coughs> for this hour of temptation. So we've been talking about the hour of temptation for quite a while, right? And I trust that we understand what we're dealing with. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to take it through, through to it, and I trust that the Lord Jesus Christ will help you because I just want to run it first. I want to settle on the issue of prayer. Amen. And so that we can really have an understanding. Now, there's something that I want us to do. The book of Matthew chapter 4. I want us to read that thing. And I trust that the Lord will help us. Matthew chapter 4. Amen. Let's read verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the 
spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Right? Amen. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he afterwards uh, and he was he was he was enhanced. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the son of God, if thou be the son of God, command the stones be made bread. It's amazing how the tempter always comes, right? And when he comes, he challenges. And then his challenge always is what you eat. He, he, his concern is diet, right? That you're hungry, that you need food. And then he's not going to just say that, he's going to direct you into what kind of food you should be eating, right? That is the most terrible thing. If you know him, then you will be wise to do what? To overcome him when he brings a temptation to you. Many people don't understand that a temptation is the most dangerous thing uh, that one needs to, to go through. And we need to understand the scripture tells us that God tempts no one. So God was tempting me. Stop that nonsense. God tempts no one. And uh, if you want us to, to really um, give you the scripture, we, we, will, uh, we will be able to do so and give you a scripture to show you that God tempts no one. All right? So when you understand it, then you will know that when we talk about the temptation, we refer to what is done by the evil one. You see? <coughs> the book of James, it says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this that James chapter 1 verse, knowing this that thy trying of your faith works patience. You see, the trying of your faith we get what? Patience. And in our temptation what you need is the word of patience, right? Yeah. But let patience have her perfect way that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Right? There's something that I want to show you. Uh, but let, alright, that if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given unto unto him. Verse 12, blessed is the man that endures temptation, for he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. Are you seeing that? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm going to take you to the revelation when we talk about the off temptation and we understand. So this is the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. 
Let no man say when he is tempted. I am tempted of God. Yeah. So he's telling you you're going to go through temptation and so forth, but he's just telling you, do not say you are tempted of God. For God cannot, it's impossible, cannot be tempted for God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any. The scripture in the book of Matthew says the devil is a tempter. You understand when you go through temptation, who you deal with, right? You're not dealing with the Lord, you're dealing with Satan. You see? But every man, listen to how you get temptation. Every man, it don't matter who you think you are, every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Somehow, somehow the devil will come here to, to try to press the buttons because remember your flesh. He has so much access to your flesh. So he will press the buttons of what those that he knows this is what he likes. This is the, the, the last <coughs> where this particular person's weakness was and so forth. So when he tells you he wants weakness, <laughs> when he came to Jesus, Jesus says, the prince of this world cometh and had nothing in me. So, but he found just something. Weakness. And what was it? Hungry. He went. Hungry like. <laughs> He found that Jesus was hungry. And that was the weakness. That's how he did what? He tempted him. <laughs> Amen. Are we getting that? But then, I, I have a scripture which I'll show you. So, listen to this. Then, when last had conceived, I want to show you how the progress of this thing. Then people think, no, it becomes this. Ah, it begins somewhere. Yeah. That's what we realize when these people here with us and then and they understand how God tells us we should add in ourselves, we should speak and so forth. When they leave the church, suddenly they have them things and closing and so forth. You ask them, why did you get them so fast? That person fought fair long time ago. So the time you catch this person that the person is backsliding and falling, no, the person has fallen a long time. It is just a process that that sin was, was, was managing this person. See, the devil managed you with a particular thing to get you to a particular point or level. And when you ripe, you had that thing. <laughs> a fruit. You break the harvest, we see the harvest. Now let's, read, let's read it. It says, when, when lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin and uh, Sin, when it is finished, bring forth what? Yeah. You see, that is the trajectory. So, last have conceived. So, meaning it comes through a process of conception. Right? And we know that the mind is the womb of the spirit. Number two, you and I are not thought generators. Do you understand that? 
You are not a thought generator. And the devil transfer a thought into you, a lust into you through a thought. So when you enjoy and entertain it, it conceives, meaning it harbors your mind. And then immediately when it harbors your mind, it gives you a perception that is different than before. That's exactly what happened to me. So now you have a different perception about the things. <coughs> now think of it. <laughs> the devil can weaken you by another. And God sometimes lets somebody around you fall or fall into sin or into a particular, so that you can actually be a Christian that helps. Or you can fall by that and go to hell. Sometimes we look at a person, this person has done something. This person you trusted and you thought this person is not a human being. It's an angel, can't do that. And this person do it. And then you happen to know it. So you must understand you have a great responsibility. Are you going to use this against this person? Or are you going to use this to go to hell? It's two things. However you use that information, it's two things. You will have a different perception. You don't see the brother the same way. Yeah. You have now different thoughts. That when the brother prays, the brother is there. The brother is, or when the brother prays, you don't feel the prayer. I wonder if God can hear his prayer. This person is evil. That's, that's how people do. I know what she did. She must not try speaking tongues here. Or she must not try do this and she's singing, oh look how she sings like an angel, Mach But no seventeen. Oh you know, and then you use that against the against your sister. You you are an instrument of the devil. So now that change of perspective, and then it's going to damage you. When that has changed your perspective, it's going to damage you. It's, it comes for you. Now you have a different perception about your brother, and it comes for you. You see what Jesus, what happened? Jesus said, oh, Peter, I know you're gonna, you're gonna deny me three times before the cock crows. Jesus never changed and made Peter somebody else. He loved Peter the same way. Amen. And that's how Jesus is telling us we should do. Yeah. You see, something, I'm, I'm touching you, something, it, it, the, the thing is, when lust has conceived, because lust has a power of a seed, the same as the seed enters and conceives, Last does the same thing and it leads unto sin. You, you understand that? Yeah. So certain thing opens for certain last, lastful conditions. When people think about last, they think about fornication and adultery only. No. It, 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 it enters into every kind of evil or of sin, or of whatever kind of a sin, that, it speaks of all that. 
Somebody may not be a fornicator, but somebody may be a perpetual liar. <laughs> no, this person you cannot do by love. Do you understand the devil who does what? Every sin goes with the love. That's why I say the devil is the father of them that lies and them that make it. He's a liar and a father of them. That lies and that make it. Any kind, any form of sin that you do, there's a lie with it. I tell you, you you're gonna lie. There are people who just lie. And they enjoy it. See, see, even if it's not necessary. I mean, you just came to my house. I don't want you to impress me. We spoke. The ridicule, please come to my house. Then you just have to tell me what happened on the road. That didn't even happen. Because, I'm just making an example. Don't you see? Do you understand that? And the person that steals, want to steal. Now he comes into your house, the ridicule, and then all I do, I'm just looking, what can I take here? Even if it's not necessary, it's not that I took something. And then when you ask me, hey, uh, 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 this, where do you take this? this? It was in my house, my use for You don't even know what is useful. You took it. No, I forgot it in my hand. I no, you're lying. Tell the man of God I stole it so that you expose that demon. You see, every kind, even lie goes with lie. Every, every form of it, it must go with a lie. If a person is a liar, will lie to cover a lie. And you must understand that you're going to forget the lie. Lie is not true. You forget Monday you said this. And Friday when you ask about Monday, so you must have now after I ask you but, but you said you were it tells no uh, it was this it must be another lie to cover are you seeing what you talking about so you are not what I'm trying to say you are not a thought generator you are a thought receiver your mind is a battleground. The devil comes to fight you. Unfortunately, we say mind here. Man, where is brain? Mind is where the heart resonates. And the heart resonates in the soul. Amen? So when you are seed of God in that black soul, you have what? A gem seed of life. Which when the weight ignites it, it brings a light. And then you become... A son of God. Amen. Restore that name. So, it's temptation. We understand that God tells nobody, right? Amen. So the tempter went to the Lord, and then we can read another scripture then, there, so that we understand how temptation works. And then the Lord said, He will keep you. Amen. Revelation 3 10, my brother. And then I will show you, He says, the one that will actually be patient. In this will receive a crown of life, right? Amen. So, and you know what? When you keep the word of patience, 
And then you are able to do what? To go through temptations and overcome. You have already a crown of life. Mm. Not you will have. Amen. This is me. You have it already. Amen. My man, overcoming temptation gives you a crown. Overcoming temptation gives you a crown. I want you to realize that after Jesus was tempted, the angels came from heaven and the spirit says, they worship. Why? Because of the crown. Now, it says, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon the church of me. Upon the bride of me. Upon what? Upon all the world to try them that dwell where? Upon the earth. So we just have to know that we are like birds. We can fly high but must come back here. So you can be a long mask and want to go back to the mask. You must be tempted to come back here. This temptation, this hour is going is to try everyone. That's why everybody is wearing a mask today. Because now there is an hour that is being introduced. And if we have to enter in this hour, because we must understand that the woman comes, is coming. Let me just put it this way. The woman is coming upon, sitting upon a scarlet colored beast. Scarlet means red. Red beast. Are you getting what I'm saying? This woman is coming and is soon. You can't enter into that hour without being made ready. Amen. And then you must, you can't enter alone. Amen. Amen. Just go to 11 and 11. Amen. I'm about to show you something. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast, hold, hold that fast which thou hast. You must have something. Amen. And then the thing that one must have is introduced now in the church in the form of a preaching. And some may be rejecting it as we speak. That no man what? So you have a crown. How did you get it? How did you get a crown? You went successfully through temptation. Mm. Through that hour. God redeemed you in that hour. God saved you. The Lord had to save you in that hour. Amen. So therefore you come out with a crown. You must have a crown. So that you must crown him. Amen. So the Bible says we will crown him king of kings. How will crown him if you don't have a crown? So you were impatient through your spiritual journey. You were immature to take it. I'm trying to run away from a point where I'm going to be excited because I just want you to get it. Even if I spoke it to you and you got it, God bless you. Now, let's go into the book. Um, let's go into the book of uh, this is this is this one really beautiful. Let me just read some some quotations here. I just want to read a quotation. The quotation I'm going to read you like. Um, I'm reading this quotation because I know that the Lord will, will bless her. Battle of Gilead. I'm going to read the quotation. It's beautiful. Amen? Amen. I just want to read 
this prayer. May, O oh Lord God, you apply that balm tonight. The Holy Spirit that sweetens. So if you have the problem that the Holy Spirit is the inoculation, or is there no balm in Gilead? They needed this. Is there no physician there? They needed this, the same. The Holy Ghost is the physician. Amen. As far as we know, or as far as the truth is, there's no healer on earth. Amen. Only Christ is. Amen. Right? Amen. Regardless of how, how you love your doctor and he gives you good treatments, he can't heal. Even the medication they give you is incapable of healing. Yes. Amen. Healing comes from one source. And the healer is Christ Jesus. Amen. We get it right? Amen. Amen. And there is nothing we can do. We must spiritualize it. Yeah. These things are spiritual. You see, the people have got too much in the flesh. So they, whenever you speak something and bring it to the spirit, oh, they are lazy to go into the spirit. Why do we spiritualize COVID? It is spirit. Why, why should we breathe? We must spiritualize it because it is spiritual. Amen. It's a demon, right? But this demon does not come like any other demon. It comes as a plague upon the face of the earth now. Pestilence. And then to, to, to escape any pestilence or plague before the Lord, you need a token to do that. Amen. Now, the people of Israel, they, they needed to apply a token, right? Amen. But in order for you to apply a token, you must have it. Yeah. Now, you, get Amen. you can't apply what you don't have. Amen. Amen. You must have a token in order to apply a token. Yeah. That's why the scripture says, is it, when they were looking for a token, he showed them a lamb. Yeah. A God's provided lamb. And he told them which kind. Yeah. Among all your lambs, he told them which kind you have. He gave them the right kind and then out of its blood, when they had the lamb, they had the token. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now they would do according to the lamb yep. what we're supposed to do with that lamb and then have a token to apply. Yeah. You find Christ, the right Christ. Yeah. Let me just say to you people, you don't understand. You must find the right Christ, mm. the right Jesus. In order for you to have the right kind of a token of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because not all Jesus that is preached, especially from America, be careful, is not the Jesus of the Bible. Because those women preachers from America, they, none of them preaches Jesus of the Bible. None of them. All of them, they preach another Jesus. They have received another spirit. They preach another gospel. Regardless of how nice and sweet it may seem to appear. Now, I don't have time. My time is short. And your time is short. So we have to say it as it is. Yeah. I'm not against them. I love them. They are better preachers than me. But I come here to declare truth. Amen. A lot of all these great motivators of America, they preach no now, no Christ. And then they have been joined by South Africans. Mm. They trend with Peppa Pig and all those kind of things. 
<laughs> and they also do what? They preach another Christ. Yeah. You get what I'm talking about? You have to find the right kind. So people had lamps in the time of Egypt. But the lamp they had had to be the one God wanted. Among the lambs, they had to be the one God. That's why if a neighbor did, did not have, he, he or she must get a help from a neighbor. You must understand when these things happen. We are in the same situation. In Egypt, but in Goshen. We are in Laodicea, but in the Bright Age. So we, we, we live in the same time, but different times. Yeah. Or different spaces, or different places. We are in Laodicea, but we are in the Bright Age. In Laodicean Church Age has two, has two segments. There's a Bright Age and there's Laodicean Age. And in Laodicean Age is everybody. In the Bright Age is the Bride. Yeah. So whatever pestilence or plague happens this side, it don't happen in Goshen. Amen. And then, listen to me, the token had to be applied in Goshen. God was going to judge the entire age, but the token was to be applied in Goshen. Are you getting that? Amen. So it's very important. Wait, where's my quote? It's very important for us to understand what we did. Now, it says here, the Holy Spirit that sweetens, that takes away sin, and and, and gives a desire to walk free from sin. To what? It gives you a desire to walk free from sin. Think of a person that is in sin, but has a desire to walk free from sin, and you are busy condemning. Yeah. Amen. You get that? Amen. You better be patient with your brother. The scripture says, bear one with another. We have to bear with one another. I, I hope you hear me say it. You are not called to be a condemner, mm. but you are called to be a blesser. But not a blesser of the world. Please, understand. A blessing that blesses. Make me tell you the time. In what? It gives you a desire to walk free from sins. When? And in the hour of temptation, sustains us with his presence. Are you getting that? Amen. That we need the Holy Spirit to sustain us in what? In the hour of temptation. Are we getting that? Okay. That's why I told you, you can't go to the squeeze without our host. You are in danger. Yeah. You can't just go to the squeeze without the Holy Ghost. You must ensure that this hour that comes, you have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Sister, brother, I am begging you. Seek ye for the Holy Ghost. If I have never, let me just tell you, I have been wrong many times. Not this time. I assure you, this time I'm not. Amen. And I'm asking you to do everything to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. To receive a true anointing. If you don't want, you're in trouble. Because you can't make it in this hour. Mm. Uh, we, we can't do that. 
No one can make it. That's why Jesus said, I will also keep you yeah. in the hour of temptation. Because he knew that that hour, one that has to go through meets another spirit. Amen. That's what Paul, no, no, rather, Joshua and Caleb had. When they, when they looked at they, they were different from the rest. Amen. The spices that went over, this one had a different or another spirit. Amen. This brothers. That's what made them a different from the, from the rest. And then I want you to understand that that spirit sustained them and gave them strength in that hour. Amen. You need to understand it is the hour of the day where seven is tested. The content is tested. They had to go over. And remember there was a woman who believed their, 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 their weeds. And then that woman just put this gracious. A cloth, a scarlet cloth by a door lintel. And the scarlet cloth protected the woman Amen. and everyone who was in his house. Amen. Hey, people of God, let me just say this, maybe another way. This is another benefit of having the God serum. Because if you have applied a token, you and your house shall be saved. Amen. A woman can, a wife can help the, the husband. The husband can help the wife and the kids. Amen. <laughs> it's tough, but it's true. Amen. And the prophet also said that in one of his messages. He spoke to a woman who came and could recognize this woman and saw how she has been coming this old lady with all generations. And God at that time spoke, the angel spoke and strengthened this woman and said, You and your household, it is written that you shall be saved. And he said to, to her that you are you and everybody that you love and that loves you is secured. And then now people are afraid of the token. Yeah. And we can't talk the, the very thing that has to help us for. Now there is a, I, I, I want to talk about the prayer because I want to show you that Jesus had to pray. Now, the first thing is he was led of the spirit to the wilderness. Do you know what? To fast and pray because there, there was a temptation coming. Amen. Amen. Oh, people of God, do you hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He had to be taken by the Spirit into prayer. Because when you are praying in the Spirit, you will pray in the will of God. Amen. Now, people of God, we make noise in prayer. Or maybe we don't say nothing in prayer. We just speak from the heart. But the, try, the idea here that we have to pray. The, 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 the issue here is, are you worshipping or are you praying in his will? Praying in the will of God is the most important thing that one can do. 
Because many people, they pray, but they are not praying. Because prayer is specific. So when you ask help and make noise, you are not praying. You just have, you're just asking help. Many people are asking help. They are making noise. Help me, help me, help me. So, and then they say they prayed. You, you pray, you just, God help me, help me. Then you say it's a prayer. Good goodness. You just said, God help me. My daughter is sick. You said you prayed. You understand you didn't pray? You didn't pray. You asked for help. So because God is rich in mercy, he can give you mercy when you ask for help. So God answered my prayer. No, he didn't answer your prayer. He responded to your request. Because many people think they are praying when they are not praying. Number one, if one needs to make a prayer, one needs to be the born. Are you getting it? Amen. You must be the born. There must be what? A DNA relationship. There must be a connection. You must be coming out of God in order to pray. You can't pray when you are not being born by God. Prayer is for sons, not for everybody. You get what I'm saying? The Lord says when we pray, we must say, Our Father, our Father. Now, now, He says we must be specific which one. Because we have fathers on it. And we have also fathers in Rome. Right? And you've got daddies. In Pentecostal movement and charismatic movement, we have daddies. <laughs> so therefore, we have to be specific when we talk about our Father. We refer to which one? We refer to our heavenly Father, meaning you have been born again or been born anew, and then you can call Him the Father. Yeah. You can't call Him what He is not to you. Because he's not going to respond to you. That's why when they came to Jesus, uh, Matthew chapter 7, he said, I never knew you. Why? These people were not born. Yeah. They don't have, oh my, they are not on the register. They're not on the list. These people are the, the ones who are on the list of excuses. Mm. I pray the excuse. Now, I want you to see. When it, need, it, it requires them the most, they made excuses with prayer. They all said, I pray thee, yeah. excuse me. I pray thee, excuse me, I just got married. Excuse me, I just bought a land. Excuse me, uh, I have a business. The oxen and all these kind of things, they were praying excuse. And that hour needed them to be there. Yeah. And the scripture said they were on the list, but they excused themselves. And then and the owner of the wedding said, They shall never enter. Amen. 
Are you getting that? You, you need to understand to have a good perception about things because your mindset is a problem. When God changes the way you see and view things, your mindset, your mind, mentality, your mental perception, then God gives you a birth so that you may think differently. Amen. You get what I'm talking about? Amen. Now, I'm going to take you through this. It's very important. At the hour that is coming, one must be ready to take it on. And no one can just go into it. Now, understand this, people. They were under oppression and they called on God. And God came down and said, I have yet the cry of my people. He had to come down and be with them in that hour of temptation. In the first exodus, I want you to see it. Amen. He had to come and be with them. But they needed what? To cry unto God for help. There must be a particular prayer that will prepare you so that you can be able to make it in that hour. Otherwise, you are going to, to stone Moses instead because of lack of patience. That Moses, you are getting us in trouble. Don't you see we are dying here? The Egyptians are putting more pressure on us. You are not aware that God has prepared a way to deal with them also. So that he can keep them in an hour. So the token was applied in Goshen. Have you seen that? The token was applied in Goshen. They had to find the right kind of a land. The right kind of a land, you wouldn't get it. Let me just say this again. You wouldn't get it without the Moses. Because the mystery of the lamb was put in Moses. To reveal, to reveal what kind of a lamb that must be used to produce a token. Yes, sir. Are you getting that? So, if you could just take any kind, it would not save you even though you have applied the blood. Because not the blood is a safety, but the blood that comes out of God's provided land. It, it has to be the instruction of the inoculation. God has got instruction under the inoculation so that the people may use the right kind in order to receive safety. Salvation. So therefore, they, they use the right kind of a lamb. So without the Moses, you would, be, you would have been cut off. So I'm saying to you, that's why I'm saying again, no one can receive a true Jesus without having met the prophet of his day. Yeah. Because the prophet of his day is given the ability to take out of the word of God the will of God. Amen. Because not all the word of God is the will of God for your time. It must be cut and be a cut that is in due season. And that prophet has the ability to do what? To produce or to give you a direction to the will of God 
in the will of God at the time. Because, listen to me, everything, everything here is the will of God. And it is written. But if you are going to make an act today, for the hour of temptation is not going to help you. Because the hour of temptation is not the flood. So there is no flood coming to float your boat. It is the word of God. It is written in the weight. But it is not the way of escape. So though it is the word of God, though it is still in the word of God, yet it is not the will of God. For this time. I've been there. That's why you realize when you go to the charismatic movement, you hear them say, I'm, I'm the, the head and not the tail. You the tail. <laughs> because they are taking a cut that's not in season. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. I know the thoughts that I have. <laughs> Not to do to harm you, but to bless you and all that. And they will be saying it and they will be making writing it on their wall. You are wasting your time, sister. Find the messenger, find the Moses of your time. Look, God does not change his ways. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is God and he changes not. If you want to know who he is today, you have to check and thank him yesterday because what he did yesterday is doing today. I get what I'm talking about? Amen. So you need to have a man that is able to go into the word of God and find the will of God for your time. So that you can be able to pray in the will of God. Amen. So you can't have the right kind of prayer if you do not have a man that has, was able to capture the will for your time. God cannot reveal his will to everybody. The scripture says his will is sacred. And he reveals his secret unto his servants, the prophet. Amen. I'm not talking about your prophet or me prophesying. I'm talking about a mouthpiece of God for the time. So, the scripture says we know when we pray in the will of God that God will make it come to pass. So the hour of temptation brings everyone to a point where you don't care about everything or anything anymore. That all your cares of this world becomes vanity for reality. But some people will still not be awakened for the time and therefore they will fall for it. Because they will not know it is. Do you understand the manner in which the mark of the beast is coming? Nobody is going to believe it is when it comes. Because the beast has already taught you how to wear a mask. And he has already taught you how to do what? Vaccinate. Even if you don't want to, he taught you. You vaccinate. What do you call it? This weekend, they call it what? Voma vaccination. Vuma Holy Ghost. That's what we introduce. Amen. So, because they introduce that now, think of it. I know many people think, oh, oh, it's the, it's the elections. That's why now they gave 700. 
Amen. Amen. Close doors, 700 and 2.5. No? Right? Outside. Wow. No, people, it's not about the election. You don't see it. It's about the fourth wave. They are introducing the fourth wave because now the ticket is another instruction for them to do to work. The fourth wave comes and many people die because we have got a dangerous violent variant. Delta plus or no, the other one is 2C whatever. I don't know what it is. It's dangerous. It kills children. It kills everyone. So therefore, with that, having to bring all people together now, they know they will be able to spark their agents in these people. And people will be dying and they will say, no, we need, we need the cards. We need a passport. We see the people will kill you. The people you love, they will kill you. Let's introduce the passport. We must just put this one now. One in one is to bring about the passport. That's why, that's why they say is a Vuma vaccination. You know why? Because many people vaccinate Vuma and therefore they go out and they create another variant that is more deadly than the one they have now. That's why we will be talking about the fourth wave. It's not made by nothing. The fourth wave is made by them. They're creating it. And you tell the devil that say it is conspiracy, that he does not know what conspiracy is. This is not a conspiracy. This comes from the Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So, you, you understand what happened? So now they teach you how to agree to no access, access, buy or sell. No one can buy or sell. Now, you, now most of us are now used to that. I was in the thing, man. Just give me that mask. I saw somebody give me a mask here. Give me a mask. Can somebody give me a mask? I want you to tell me. I, want, I can't believe this. I can't believe it. Matter bring that thing. I can't believe it. Well, if you don't know, we do have a mask, but I don't have a problem with it. This thing give you access. This thing yeah. is giving you access. Oh. Believe it. How powerful this is. Powerful. Do you know how much this is? It's five friend. No, maybe maybe what is more expensive, but it's five friend, my brother. Yeah. It's five friend. And it gives you access in in the places you used to have access. Are you seeing How can this give us a, 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 to enter a mall? You can't. You must have this. When you have this, you, you, everybody seems to accept you. You are accepted in the community. You wearing a mask. <laughs> a mask, saints. Mask. And then they will do what? They will stamp it by human, by <coughs> disinfected. On your head. Is it seventy percent? Will work. With this corrupt country, you're only five percent of those things. Thank you. I'm trying to find out how can that thing give you access. Now they get us this thing is small, but then they started small, right? You have access. 
Now they go into something else. That's why, oh, so, well, it may be it's the election, but no, that's not the election. The thing that they are going after, there is, this thing is just a great vehicle. And then don't say that I said these things are the map of the beast. They are not. But it's a vehicle that drives us into a condition where everybody understands how to be dictated upon. And then you accept it. So that when the beast come and say, no one will buy or sell, save he that has what? A mask of the beast. Yeah. On your forehead. So I don't know what the beast is the problem when he put I don't know, we don't do it by the forehead. You understand where it comes? It's just here. And then they came here and they say, no, it's the eyes. <laughs> you know, they, they give you the shield. They say, it's the eyes. Many people get covered through the eyes. Mm. You are, no, it's too much. <laughs> the forehead. <laughs> now, that's what comes after. Because what we are expecting is what? We are expecting this woman to come and take on again. This woman has ruled the world. And there are many weaknesses that have been thrown out to the world. So that, so that everybody in the world has come to an understanding. I'm a South African, I vaccinate. I'm a South African, I don't. <laughs> so you, 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 you just now discriminating against me because I didn't vaccinate, you vaccinated. And then that's not the issue. The issue is you don't know that whether I vaccinated or not, but the dictatorship has been introduced and you are under its power and we understand it. We know. Amen. Because whether I like it or not, sometimes I'm not going to be able to buy a petrol or any other thing or to go to the hospital or do any other thing without having the what? that passport. And therefore, if they do that, they go to an economy. But remember people, according to Revelation chapter 13, let me just show you. Can we go to Revelation chapter 13? I'm going to show you that we will still be here when these things are happening. It's tough because we will be here. Chapter 13. Verse 8. Now, there's the beast. It says, it was given power, verse 7, it was given power, uh, uh, it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Alright? And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Are you seeing? This is what we are talking about. The woman rides on this beast. Right? Is riding on this beast. And now, this beast is giving power over everybody upon the face of the earth. This beast is giving power upon everybody. Now, when this beast was introduced, we didn't see a woman. But we find out afterwards, Revelation 17, that there is actually a woman riding on it. You understand how he has been dealing with politics? And it has been a secret as people didn't know because they thought, oh, it, it's President Ramaphosa. Oh, it's President Nambaga. He said, no, 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 it's not. It's the beast, the woman who is 
actually putting together his own team. And God allowed because he appointed them. You see? Now, it says here, verse 8, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So, when the beast brings a challenge, the bride is still on earth. Are you seeing that now? When everybody agrees, the bride won't. Are you seeing that? So you see that how the hour of temptation overlaps and culminates in the tribulation. Are you seeing that? So when this challenge comes, you will still be here. When everybody believes his lie, the bride will say no to it. Are you seeing that change? So that's why it says here, verse 9, if, men, if any man have an ear, let him hear. Meaning, at that time, there are certain people who would still have the ability to hear what the Spirit says. An ear is a gift, is a supernatural element, a gift to hear from the Spirit. Yeah. When everybody else is good about it and is fine, but you would not be okay with it. Now, we have looked into the first Exodus. And we realize that when the oppression came, there was a prayer specific. And this prayer is very important because it must be the prayer that goes with the, the battle. It has to go with what? The now, let's read another, another quote there. 152. We find out that in the hour of temptation, for the worldly things, the inoculation held. What? The inoculation held. People of God, I know in the message they say I'm crazy. When I told them that we need the inoculation. Because we are facing a serious hour. But I want you to listen to what the prophet is saying. In the hour of temptation, for the worldly things, the inoculation held. And in the time of being called a holy roller and made fun of, put a rack around his face, his eyes, and hit him on the head with a stick said, Now, if you are a prophet, tell us who hit you. It was that hour that Jesus was praying for. You remember? They were hitting him. Amen. And say, Tell us if you are a prophet. Tell us who hit you. Jesus entered into an hour of temptation, but I want you to realize he said something before. He can actually enter into that hour. And that's what I want to start with. Now, he says, uh, they say, tell us who, who hit you. Then Roman soldiers, they, put him. they see him descending the thoughts of the people. Amen. They saw him. And when they saw it, what did they do? They wanted to make fun of it. You remember, remember Herod asking to, to perform a miracle, to do something, and he did it. Because the third pool is for the total loss. There comes a time when Jesus, it came a time when Jesus became the blood. And he had to be what? Have no weights. 
Simon. It was the hour that God spoke about. <laughs> now, people of God, let me just say something today. I'm going to say something that is that is challenging. So you, brothers, let me say, God bless you. Because now we are not preaching what we used to preach or how we used to preach. This is different because the season has come. Now listen to this. The scripture says the hour, or the prophet says the hour culminates in the tribulation, but we can see the hour culminates into the tribulation. It starts outside the tribulation. So you and I have what we call and have an hour. The rest of it, it will, it will go to the tribulation side. It culminates in the tribulation where we have an hour. And Revelation chapter 8, when he had opened the seventh seal, there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour. Why? Let's understand why. Because I know there was a silence sometime. About the space of an hour. Or that I have, have an hour. When three men were put in the fire. Because when when if you can realize when Nebuchadnezzar called them out, out came three, not four. Yeah. Are you understand? So he came to identify and give them strength in the hour of temptation. Amen. Glory. When they were thrown in there, they kneeled down. But these people were prepared because they said, we know. Amen. Scriptures told them that we are going to be saved in this fire. In this fire. <coughs> and they prayed about it, they were sure about it. Amen. But they were also ready if they are not saved, if they are not kept. Mm. To die. And the Lord had to come and be with them. I want you to realize, the Lord himself mm -hmm. had to come. That's why you can't make the ministry of Joshua an individual ministry of one man. Because the word, the name Joshua means Jehovah Savior, which is the name of Jesus. Amen. So the name Jesus, people of God, is not actually a biblical or scriptural name. It does not come from the scripture. It is changed by the Greeks and the Romans. The name of Jesus is Yeshua. Which means Jehovah is my salvation. So they try to fit language into it. Why don't you just call me Simon? I'm Simon. Do not change it to fit your language. Write it as it is. Believe it as it is. But God was not hindered by that. God was not hindered by that. Are you getting that? Amen. Because today, in the name of Jesus, we cast out devils. Yeah. We speak in new tongues. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. So now, listen to this saint. So the name of Joshua means Jehovah is my salvation. Which is the ministry that took them over. It is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because Moses was the forerunner of the ministry of Joshua. Whether you like it or not, it is. 
So therefore, we know that the prophet of this age, Malachi 4, or Elijah, is a forerunner of the ministry also. Amen. Of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Because he was with him, we couldn't see him. Yeah. But this hour will reveal who was with us all along. Because you can't make it through the hour of temptation without being kept. And you need a prayer of the Spirit that you can pray and stop your shopping list. Now, when people does not understand the will of God, they pray the way they want to. They pray how they want. Why? Because they don't understand the will of God. You know why? If you understand prayer, you will understand that prayer has got about five steps before you can ask for, for what you want. Number, five, number one, you must be a born child in order to ask. Now, let just, I spoke about asking for help. If somebody comes and knocks a bell at my gate asking for bread, that person is not my child. He's just a stranger asking for help. That person has an access if I uh, agree to give him bread. And he has got access only to the bread he asked for. Are we getting there? That person did not, did not receive grace from me. That person found mercy. I pitied him. And therefore I gave him bread. It's the access. That's how I helped him. Number two. But my little daughter there at the bed has got access as small as she is to my fridge, to my golden cupboard. Yeah. A child is different than a stranger. Are you seeing it now? So, prayer is of a child. Yeah. Are you seeing? Because a child is asking for what the father has or can provide. But a stranger asks for what they need only for a help to go further. So I give the person a bread. He passes it. He may go ask a bread to, from somebody else from another family. But my child will eat in my house, will prepare food, will make food on the table. We call it a prayer. And that is what? There, the child is allocated grace. Yeah. Are you seeing that now? Amen. It's allocated grace. That's why I say, now, when you pray, you are a child. You are a born child. A born child can pray. Not everybody can make a prayer. And you can go to God alone. You go to God with somebody. You carry somebody when you approach God in prayer. And the same when we say when we say our prayer, we must say our Father. You recognize that you are not alone in this thing. Yeah. You have a family in heaven. Amen. Have you seen that? And then you have it here. Don't make them your enemies. You have them, there are many churches, we, we know them. Don't make them enemies, they are your family. Their immaturity may make you an enemy, 
It is their immaturity. Don't be immature. Love them. Pray for them. Respect them. Nobody can be caught by this message just for fun. Many of the people are called by this message. They are called uh, by God. The problem is when they have they arrived in a particular net that kept them. That net teaches them something else strange to the boys that called them. So, so it's not their fault. Pray for them. Love them. It's our brothers. They are our brothers. If they are not against us, they are for us. So you, you find that they will make a mistake and be against us thinking that they are saving God. Are you seeing that? So therefore, what I'm simply saying is that you must understand that uh, that's basically how God called us. Amen. We need to we need to get because it's a prayer of sons. It says, "Our Father, where who are in heaven?" We we, we talk about that. Then, hallowed be thy name, meaning you recognize that His name is above all names, right? Mm. All titles. Number two. Number three, how long be thy kingdom, kingdom come? It has it says nothing about you as yet. It's about him. Thy kingdom come, meaning he has to rule and you must be a subject. You are accepting that I am a subject and he is my ruler, he is my king. And it is your king. Thy will be done on earth as it is in earth as it is in heaven. So therefore you in earth must do what? Are you getting enough? Amen. Must care first about his will. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then he says, give us this day our daily bread. Now, meaning before you can pray for the bread in your home, before you can feed your children, God's will must be done. Amen. If God's will is not done and you feed your children, you actually have made them your preeminence. And therefore they become your God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Now listen to this. Even if your child is sick, before you ask healing for this child, seek to know the will of God that must be fulfilled. Because if you ask in the will of God, you are going to find out that God wants to fulfill something. Uh, many of you have prayed for your children. And you got sick for healing money days. Because what you think about is, is your child more than God. Sometimes most of you go even to borrow money and put yourself in debt. Why? Because you care for what you need, not what God's will is requiring. Our selfish hearts, when we come to God, we come as strangers, not as children. We do not want the will of God to happen first. We want our own things to come first. The will of God comes first before anything. Your wife is sick. Instead of praying for her healing, ask God, God, is there anything you have in 
heaven that you want us to do on earth or pray for. If there be anything, Lord, let it be happen first. And if it has happened and it pleases you, please remember my wife. Yes, sir. Remember my husband who's dying right now. Think of it. Your husband is dying now. But your first prayer is not, here my husband is dying, Lord. No. He can die. Seek the will of God first. How you pray in the will of God. Amen. Because you need to understand that prayer does not pray, prayer is not you forcing God to do what you want. Prayer is asking God what He wants to accomplish. So that you become you become a vehicle that drives out that will of God to be fulfilled on the earth. How many people pray here? That's why many people have waste their time all the night prayer, uh, with all their tongues, and you pray more nothing that has the will of God in it. We pray for everything. We have a list. We are going to pray. Oh Lord, brother so and so is sick. Brother so and so, uh, sister so and so needs a job. The other one needs this. The other one needs this. And it's our prayer night, and we are happy. We prayed. Really, we prayed. You call it a prayer? Did you ask what God needs to fulfill? The scripture says that which we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. That which we lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That means the harmony of heaven and earth. Yeah. You don't bind what you want to bind. You bind what God wants to bind. You don't force God to do things you want to do. Don't want to twist the hand of God to heal your child. You don't even know why your child is sick. Maybe your child is just sick because God wants your child to be sick. To know what? To glorify himself after a few days. I you know what I'm talking about? Then God wants want your child to be sick. His glory is coming in a few days. When your child, your child is, is in his or her west. And you busy praying, oh God. You wasting time to seek for the will of God. Seek for his will. Seek to ask what God wants to fulfill first in his will before. That's why when you are under a press, you realize these kids are on leader. They become leverage. You must ask Lord. When he was under the press, he said, take my two daughters. They are visions. It was not something to keep this time. It was not something to die for. This man has come to a point to realize if I don't die for the word, glory to God, and I keep this child and I'm lost and the judgment of God is coming upon me. When one begins to realize how important is the will of God. That's why when Abraham heard that God is going to judge Sodom, Abraham did not ask God to stop judging him. He asked if God will judge the rest, the unfaithful, the unrighteous with the righteous. That was his concern. If you find the righteous, will you? And God said, no. He says, I know you are righteous, God. Who will never judge the righteous and the unrighteous. And it's written in Psalm chapter 1. If you, read, if you, if you follow Psalm chapter 1, everybody must know it by heart. Psalm 1. 
Jitoa kwa sababu ya kulema basalama ya rafiki. Nigeni ne? So I'm finishing. There must be a prayer. You have to learn how to pray now saints. And stop your shopping list. Stop trying to to pray your own thing. Amen. Stop trying to pray your own thing. Start praying according to God's will. Are we getting it now? Now, when we say we start to pray according to God's will, what we say? We say we stop to try all these things that we are trying every time. Right? And then look around us and the things we need. That's what it says. During the time of life, there were many widows in the land. It was the time of famine, but God visited one. And I want you to realize the reason why God visited that particular one was because this particular lady knew how to pray in the will of God. Yeah. He understood the God preeminence, the protocol. You know when uh, Elijah came there, because many people they like to say, hey, these pastors they like to take things from us and then whatever things. No, the man of God said, give me food. The lady said, I have nothing. I actually have a little flower. I have got, she mentions what she has. A little flower and oil. Hallelujah. You understand? You have to have an oil. You must have the right mixture for what the angel to be sent to you during the hour of temptation. I want you to realize it was in the hour of temptation. Amen. Elijah came from somewhere and Elijah never spoke like any prophet before him and after. He said, Moses said, Thus saith the Lord, let my people go. But Elijah said, it will not rain for three years at my weight. Nobody has ever spoken like that man before. What a strange kind of saying. Glory to God, I wish people would understand. And God took responsibility. This man reveals to us that it was not man's thing. God took responsibility and said, okay, go to the, to the cliff of the rocks and, and then to the mountain brooks. You will find water there. And while you are still there, I will send ravens to come give you food. A raven to give you food. Wow. That must be something else. A raven that cannot look after its own babies. Is going to look after a prophet. God does something that does not make sense, right? Mm -hmm. They say faith does not mean stupid, that's, but there it is. You see? So, because the wisdom of God to them that perishes is foolishness. Are you getting that? There's something you like Those that sleep, sleep. Those that listen to me, listen to me. Because those that listen, are revived by the word and they go to the rapture. When the rapture comes, they'll find you sleeping. Just remember that. Because the word can't do you nothing. It can't quicken you. 
we don't have a relationship with the world. During the time I don't know, Amen. Because on Saturday we were busy watching movies with other things and never prepared for the day of the Lord. Saints, we are not in that time. I just slept now and uh, we sleep, we wake up. Amen. We sleep, wake up, and then you are asleep. Right? Right to. And you sleep in the church again. That's terrible, right? Okay. What's going on? When the hour of temptation. I don't just speak about sleeping. Oh, I'm going to show you why I speak about sleeping. Where are the scriptures? <laughs> That Leona character will tell the in the hour of temptation. The sleeping issue. The sleeping was an issue. <laughs> Is there somebody that can follow me? Is somebody follow me? We want to look into the issue of, of sleeping before I read the code. Amen. Let's look in the, in the book of, of John. Chapter 12, 27, 28. The prayers of our Lord Jesus were always perfect. And they always touched the key of prayer. And when he, when he refused to see the Greeks who sought him, he said, Now, verse 27, right? Okay, okay, the scripture, my friend. Okay. Now is my soul troubled. What shall I say? He turned the matter over carefully and thought. He thought it carefully. What shall I say, Father? Father, save me from all of this hour. Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Jesus is praying here. At Gethsemane, he is facing the hour of temptation. A great hour of sorrow. Amen. A man of sorrow acquainted with grief. Oh, hallelujah. He's facing the hour to save you. Amen. Amen. But for this cause came I unto this hour. Unto what? This cause came I unto this hour. And you and I, there is a cause that we must go through a particular hour. God, Father, glorify thy name. Then came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and I will glorify it. Immediately, when you ask in the will of God, immediately, God understands. Do you think if I have something in a fridge and my child is asking for it, I'm not going to give the child immediately. I'm going to give the child that thing immediately. 
But if it's something to be prepared, it will take a little bit, a little while. Yeah. If I have to buy it from the shop, it must be in the house. But I don't have it, I must buy it in the shop, I must buy it in the shop. She's still going to get it. Because this person is asking in the will of God. It's not asking outside the will of God. Now listen to this. The people therefore that stood by and heard it said, it thundered. And some said the angels spake to him. There are people who are like spiritual, eh? See, it's the angels. No, they, they were wrong. Spoke what to him? They didn't hear what the voice said. And the other one said, the other one said, it's thundered. So, now, the thunders, 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 <laughs> what about it? That gives faith. Because the seven thunders is the voices which are secretly heard by the particular elect group that has a supernatural element Amen. to hear what the Spirit says. And Jesus is going to say something. Jesus answered and said, you remember they said the angel spoke to, to Jesus. Mm. But listen what he says. This voice, he answered, this voice came not because of me. Many those who said the angel, who has spiritual scripture, they were wrong. Those who didn't know, you know, they are unbelievers, they, 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 they said it thunder, they didn't hear nothing. <laughs> it came, but for your sake, go back, brother. But for your sakes, the voice came. It means it was the voice speaking, but the others didn't hear it. It was an answer. When the hour of temptation comes, God has to answer himself. Oh, hallelujah. He has to come and, and be the answer himself. And the Father immediately. And that night in the Garden of Gethsemane, that night in the Garden of Gethsemane, I want us to go there. Our Lord Jesus was exceedingly sorrowful, even to death, the scripture says. How did he pray under those conditions? Under those circumstances, how did he pray? He needed a prayer in the will of God. Amen. A prayer that seeks what God needs to fulfill. No longer what the people wants to have on earth. You still want to drive Pajero. <laughs> or maybe Yeah. Maybe you still. <laughs> yeah. You still want to drive a Bentley, uh, what do you call it? BMW, whatever. A Porsche and so forth. You want, what car you want? Ooh, you want RS. We go to the right <laughs> You see, there comes a time where RS means nothing anymore. People, I'm not saying you should not achieve things or have things. You should understand me clearly, all right? I'm simply saying time comes when you realize these things is not going to help me anymore. For what shall a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? But to children of God, it shall come a time they realize, but hey, 
I know I must buy a Porsche. Yeah. I know sense. No, I'm not about me. No, no, I was not making an example of saying <laughs> I know I must get a Porsche. Right? 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 He said, no, we better take our tights now. <laughs> He's going to buy a Porsche, we take your tights. We don't pay no tights no more. This guy is using our money. <laughs> Take it, I'm gonna buy it after you've taken it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I'm simply saying to you people, it would mean nothing. Yeah. I could have taken all the money of the Porsche and put it in the Lord's work. So that I can invest where a fox and robbers and so forth and thieves. Cannot touch. Amen. And I know you don't understand this now. Because your ego is so strong, it wants a Porsche. Your ego is so strong, wants a big house. Your ego is so strong, you want to get married. <laughs> you want to have a wife, you want to have a, a husband, and all these things, they are Watch that these things are not clouding your understanding, your mind, and the preeminence in your life. Amen. Are you getting there? Yeah, my saying, sisters, you should not get married. Yeah, that's it. So Paul said so. So why, why would I say so? <laughs> but, 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 there's a but to it. I don't want you to be tempted by your own flesh. If you can't take it, get married. Amen. Glory to God, my sister. Yes. God has just said, please let us look at this. <laughs> if you want to get married, then get married. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? If you cannot afford to get that, get, get, get it, get it then. Yeah. But if it's going to become big and make you pompous so that God's will is not declared. The certain things you buy, as good as they are, they do what? They defy the God's anointing around you. Mm -hmm. yep. We didn't understand certain things when we, when we begin to do things. Mm -hmm. So there came an hour where you realize in Matthew chapter 26, I'm going to read, I'm going to read, I'm going to read again the, the, the one that we read my hand. Now, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet it is not as I will, but as you will. It's 39. I want you to see, Matthew chapter 26, 39. I want you to see how Jesus dealt with this matter. He says, you understand that Jesus still had a will or that was contrary to, to this, you see? He, he still said, yet not as I will. He says, let this cup pass. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my father, if it be possible. You understand what he's asking? 
I want you to see, he would actually have something. But he begins to come to the will. To pray according to the will. And put away that particular desire. He says, if he just let this cup pass from me. I don't want to go through this. This is, this is quite heavy. This is quite sorrowful. So let it pass. That's what, what he wants. But what he wants, that he is asking if it is possible. I want you to see how he prays, if it is possible. He puts what he wants behind what God wants. But if it is possible, let this come out. But nevertheless, not as I will, but as the will. That's why I tell you, you want your child healed, or you want God's will to come to pass. Most of the time when we want God's will to come to pass, what happens? The things that even we do not ask for, we need, are supplied. Let me just show you. That woman, a widow woman, when Elijah came to, to, to that woman, let me just show you what, what, what the woman said. He said, what is left? I have just this mixture. And two, I have two sticks. I have oil and I have flour. Flour is a meal which typifies Christ. And oil typifies the Holy Spirit. Let you see. I have Christ and I have the Holy Spirit and I have the cross. Two sticks. Amen. And I'm going to eat, make a meal out of this. My meal is going to be out of this mixture, and I will die. So Elijah said, you have the right mixture, that's said the Lord, you shall not die. But let me partake in that mixture before you and your child. Are you seeing what he's saying? If it was an ordinary woman, this ordinary woman would say, what is wrong with this old man? Why does he want to eat first? This man, this woman is, is coming over to make bread, which will take them at least a few days. He is asking for cakes. And I want you to realize, even there at the mountain brooks, God gave him cakes. This man loved cakes. I, I want you to understand where I found out, oh, I realize where they eating cakes, uh, loving the loves of cakes comes from Elijah. I found, I found a match. He loved cake. God making cakes. You read the Bible making cakes. And he's asking for cakes from this woman. And this woman did not argue. He understood, she understood that my will must come after the will of God is fulfilled. No, uh, I don't want to call me. <laughs> I want them to call me to tell me I own them. They will call me. They will call me 10 months. I will make a deal. I will not make an error of allowing anything to come in front of God's people. Even if they have taken your money outside your money, even your money, and say, there's an error. Uh, it's, don't come to me. And they want to discuss, they want to discuss it with me. <laughs> people, please, people who are doing that, who think they can come discuss tithing with me? 
So never, never bring your tithe to this church, please. Because you don't understand the revelation of paying tithes. We don't need your money. Amen. This church don't need your money. Just give an offering there and then and then. Don't take it, keep it yourself. And stay just. I'm going to talk about it next week on CVFM. You listen to that. I'm going to tell the world that it is cursed in doing all their pastors. <laughs> <laughs> Who don't pay tithes? They don't understand the importance of tithes and the danger of not paying tithes. That's why they will, they will tell people not to pay tithes. If you give your money to us or to me, and that's why you want to discuss the tithing issue to me, oh, uh, Pastor, uh, you know, I'm having uh, this and this, I want to. Never pay tithes to this church again. You can give it anywhere else, I'm fine. Just, just let me know that you're still paying. Because you, are, you, you don't understand, we didn't come here for that. Amen. You, you have lost understanding. We give our tithes to God. Amen. Amen. So that's why you come and, and want to argue, hey, at work there, and why I realized that they took so much and there was not enough to give for Really? How did you, how, how did that happen that you, you found out that you, you left with not enough? And who made the deal? If you understand that all these dealings are yours, you will go and ensure that you deal with the issue of God before all, all things happen. Even if I lose everything, I will never make a mistake of putting something before God. Hallelujah. People don't understand. This woman said, now, ordinary woman will tell you, the old man, let, let's give, let's allow me and you, let's not eat and give to the child. So that the child can live. But this woman understood. If my child dies, let this child die. And ensure that the will of God is fulfilled. Amen. And when the woman has answered according to the will of God, nothing happened to them. Through the entire era of famine, they were feasting in the midst of famine. The issue is this one believed God that his answers are vital. She knew how to pray. Because many things we ask are outside the will of God and we think God don't answer our prayer. So when you start asking in the will of God, you will realize how God is faithful to his ways. So you want to make God your pet, maybe, or I don't know what, or your bank, uh, whatever, what do you call it? Bank machine. ATM, you put a card, give me this much. Oh, the only time you remember God is when you want him to give you something. That's not a relationship. That's why you don't understand the preeminence or his preeminence. You don't understand it. Because God has never been real to you. It has been dream and imaginary all the time. That's why your religion is imaginary. God does not come literally. God is skin on. You understand what I'm thinking about? As thou will, the word will today is will. 
the way God intended it to be and purposed it. Go on, my brother. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them what? And findeth what? Just like you sleep in church. You get it now? In the hour of temptation, your sleeping will actually cost you. That's not time to sleep in church or maybe to sleep at home. You have to find the face of God and deep in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And it must be evident and substantial that you have received the Holy Ghost. If it is not, stay on your knees until the Lord gives you the Holy Ghost, sister, brother. It's time to ask God because the hour of temptation, you have to have the bottom of God. A God's token serum that can take you and sustain you during the time of temptation. Otherwise, you're going to He finally what? It was his disciple. He finally asleep and saith unto Peter, What? Do you understand when Jesus said, What? Do you hear that? What? What? You, you understand that? Since? Could he not watch with me one hour? Could he not watch with me? One hour. You get these people. Uh, let's go on, brother. There's something I want to show you. Watch and pray. He gives them instruction. That he what? He enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Why? Because at a time they were still led by flesh, not by the spirit of God. That's why you realize all the disciples of Jesus Christ. When the hour came, they all entered into temptation. They went away, they ran away and go hide. And they were no longer continuing the ministry. They went on back to their jobs. The hour of temptation cost them because they were busy sleeping when Jesus was preaching and praying. So they entered into temptation. But Jesus came for them because he knew that if they had the God serum, the bottom of Gilead, they would have made it. So you saw Peter denied him three times in the hour of temptation. The rest fled for their lives in the hour of temptation. It means they compromised. They ran away for their lives. Because they, they, they fled, they're not better than Peter who said, no, I don't know him. It's the same thing. Because the hour of temptation does not want you to run away. It needs a person that can stand. A person who's armed with the armor of God. So that in the time of temptation, he shall stand, having done all but to stand. You need to understand what we're dealing with, sister. The hour has begun. And some of you are already vaccinated. We're not lying here. We use that to show you that it has begun. Something has begun. And you need to pray to enter this hour because now this hour you enter, you will enter it when they begin to do what? To introduce the beast. And you don't understand that he is already, he's already coming up. 
Watch and pray. That you cannot be into temptation. You must what? Watch and pray. How do you watch? <laughs> how, do you, how do you become alert? How, how, how do you remove slumbering? It takes a wet in season. It is the word that gives you an awakening. Amen. For your light has come. Why are you still sleeping when your light arise and shine? For the light has come. So when you're supposed to shine, you are not shining, but yet there is a light for your day. Which is what? A message card for you. Go on, my brother. He went away again. The second time. And prayed, saying, Oh my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, that will be done. I want you to realize that he's praying the same prayer because this is the only prayer he can pray. The prayer in the will of God. It is the prayer that seeks for God's will to be done. But as he begins to, he says, I don't want this, but God, let your will be done. He must get into a, a sphere where the will of God can actually. His entire system is in the spirit for the will of God to happen in him. And he came and found them asleep again. Are you seeing that? Just like you all are sleeping in the church. For their eyes were what? Why were the eyes of Jesus were? Because he had revelation, he understood what was going on at the time. He couldn't take time to sleep. He couldn't, he couldn't make it to sleep. There was no time to sleep. He realized, if I sleep now, the hour is going to catch me. So I must pray. That's why when Jesus was tempted, he didn't enter. He overcame temptation. Why? He prayed 40 days and 40 nights with fasting. Yeah. In a time to eat, and the devil come and introduce bread. You come with bread, man. Come on, devil. <laughs> and he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying, What? You understand there was no way Jesus could pray but pray according to the will. So, what is your problem? This is the principle of praying three times. What is your problem? When your needs comes before what God requires in his will. What's going on, sister brother? Who has bewitched you to seek for what you need first when God's will must be accomplished? I told the believer, the prayer warriors, that I can't teach you more until you become this. I can't say much more. After I taught you about the will of God, a prayer in the will of God, there is nothing more I can say. Because all you need to do is ask God for His will to be revealed in your time so that you can pray accordingly. So the reason why we can't pray accordingly today, we cannot preach accordingly, is because we do not know what God has in His will to happen at this time. Are you seeing it now? Then come at he to his disciples and say unto them, Sleep on now. Sleep on. And take your rest. 
Behold, the hour is at hand. Are you getting that? And the Son of Man is betrayed. So, into the hands of the sinners. You see, the betrayal has already happened. And he's betrayed in the hands of the divine churches. Amen. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand. That doth betray me. He stopped praying because it was happening. He was ready to go there. The book of Luke says the angel came Amen. and strengthened him. And you know what? They missed the angel. Let me just tell you what the Holy Spirit is telling you now. And the saints were praying in Bethlehem. As they begin to look into, into the will of God for this church. The angel came to strengthen them and stood by the door as they began to pray. Amen. It boosted them and gave them prayer. A strength so that they can speak, pray, and, 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 and repent of their sins and, and intercede of us. Sure. As the tongues were spoken and the interpretation came forth, the Lord told us. What we supposed to be doing in this church. And the interpretation of their dream was the preaching of a service in Batulication. And also in another area. Where, where did you go? In town. It was the interpretation. It came out. We were not praying, we were sharing the word. But the angel ensured that as they begin to pray, and they were in a prayer, he shared with us the same meal. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. You think, you think the angel of God will not come? It came then. And the Lord just had been to speak. That's why on, on, on Wednesday, he came again. To repeat the same thing and say, How long will I have to bring her together? Every time the word of God comes, the people here insult it. Because they're looking at man, not God. And God is about to do something here, He wants to transform the people. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The hour is at hand. And people are asleep to see what God is doing. Because they think we're playing church. We can't be doing that anymore, church. The Lord speaks with us and corrects us of everything that happens in the church. It is not hidden to his face. In our homes and our families, the Lord is telling us to fix our homes, to fix our houses, to get deep and try to introspect and confess our sins to one another. How many times did he show us he loves us? And yet, we 
on it as though nothing is actually happening. As though he said nothing. So how do we want him to speak to us? He spoke in things. He spoke in tongues and interpretation. Here in this You can't enter the hour. Think when the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came for a purpose to take the cross, but had to be strengthened for the hour that he said to him. Sure. I tell you, when the disciples were in the same state, they could have stood with him. Amen. Amen. And could have been kept in the hour of temptation. So it is coming, sister, you may not know how. But when it comes, you will have to stand for that which you say you have. That's what the scripture says. Hold that fast. That which thou hast. And let no man take your crown. It is that time, saints, that we need to understand the dealings that we have. And what God has brought to our benefit. Our responsibility in this time. And the message speaks expressly, and yet people don't see it. The ministers are rejecting it. Why? It's not revealed to them. Their pride cannot take it. That it is revealed to them, nobody. Who was David to them? He was a nobody. But he was the only young man that had the revelation. He did not have an experience at this day. He was never in battle before. But this David had an experience with the Holy Ghost. He had the God's power. He had the God's seal. He had a token. He had applied a token. Have you found the sheep? Have you found the lamb? Be quiet. If you have the lamb, be quiet. Then you know how to get the blood and apply it. The blood shall be for you a token. And in the last days, the Scripture says, grieving not the Holy Spirit wherewith he has sealed until the day of redemption. The Holy Spirit is a mark, is a token, is a seal of God. It's a God seal. Amen. They were sleeping in the church. They like to sleep. You even bought a sleeping tablet. So that you can sleep more. Amen. You waste your time in sleeping. You could be praying for brother. You could be praying for a family. Many of our relatives is not here, saints. Are we happy that they are lost? Pray. Abraham prayed for a relative. Amen. That was in sorrow. Because any time when the hour comes, a prayer that is sincere is made by a prayer made in the will. He he cried for for Lord and asked God if fifth would come. Because he knew that maybe Lord and his servants can be about 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, 10. And even stop and say, no, 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 no. I can't stop what God wants to do. Because I want my brother to be saved. I already interceded. If there's no ten, let me just go back home. The scripture says, when he begins to speak like that, when he realizes that ten cannot make it, 
Abraham left God when God went his way and Abraham went back home. Yeah. There was a prayer made. And I tell you that prayer is needed now. Amen. A prayer of intercession for one another. A prayer of intercession for our brothers and sisters. For our relatives. For our family members. Pray, sister. You should not be just sleeping. Pray. Find the time to make prayer. You don't have a spot in your own home to pray to God. If you do have, you, you did well. God bless you. But change the way you pray. And stop asking like a stranger and pray as a son. Pray in the will of God. It's a prayer that will help you in the hour of temptation. Can you Watch with me for one hour. The Lord has. Can you watch with me? Can you stand your feet? There's something you want to read here. It's a beautiful quotation. message is beautiful. 23. You had it? I don't want to read this quote. We will read us later. And then, after he had proved the serum of God would cure from sin and keep you in the hour of temptation. It's not yet there. Amen. The way you serve God, my brother, is to stay there on that computer with your fingers off. That's the job. Amen. Amen. When we stand, you can, can, can concentrate. Amen. And then, after he had proved the serum of God would cure from, uh, from sin and keep you from the hour of temptation. What, what, what would keep you from the hour of temptation? I'd like to take you this way, the child's way, so that I don't preach long. I'm trying to, to do that. <laughs> this will actually be short. It would not only do that. I get about this all the time. It, 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 the devil follows us. So therefore, let our brothers see this. It would not only do that, but it would what? Work miracles through the power of God through this Bible. That was in Gideon. Now I need to understand this. <laughs> the hour of temptation comes. Within that hour, we have got 40 days and 40 nights. We have got the changing of the body. Mm. I see that? Amen. So it will not only keep you, but it will work miracles. Amen. Amen. Oh my. 
Not only that, but after you are dead. That's the most powerful quote I've ever read. Now, and laid in the grave, it will raise you up again. You don't have the almost, you're not coming back. When we bury you, you don't. Just, just remember that. Because you are sleeping, watching movies, and zombies after the other without seeking for this. That's why you're sleeping in the church. When you spend your time in prayer, God rewards you, He gives it back to you. Amen? The sealer, the sealer held out. Is it? Is it the sealer held out is the bound of Gilead. The bound of heaven that God gave to his son to inoculate him to bring the proof. <laughs> I'm not going to today. If I have to read this, I'm going to tell you what to do. But let me just read it. Say. Let me just read it. 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 Amen. Not a genuine pick for a medicine. The 8th October. 8th October. 
If you are used to eating milk and poison, whenever it comes, you fly like a, what do they call it, you know? A vulture. You fly like a vulture with that smelling, stinking <laughs> meal, and when I eat it, say, oh, God has provided. And you know, he did. You know that? When one eats, when a vulture eats that stinking thing, as thanking God. And, and God did provide it. It, 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 is, it. It is its food. The vulture must eat. It's a big bird. Make no mistake, it's big. But it eats what? Rotten, stinking meal. That's why when they have to go, an eagle is not as big as that. You understand, people of God? And it is not as big as a vulture. But when it gets to the flight, there's a difference. The vulture cannot take the storm. It would break its wings and it would die terribly. But the eagle, it uses the storm to sail and say, Jesus, pilot my sheep. I won't fear the stormy seas no more when Jesus leads the way. I'll never trap in the storms of life when Jesus is by my side. Amen. Hallelujah. Since Jesus piloted my ship, he's piloting the eagle upon the storms, the storms of life, the, the hour of temptation, that eagle spreads the wing. Why? It jumps its wings with the word of God's patience. Goodness gracious me. Let me just, I told you when I'm in the preaching, this inoculation, the bomb will raise me up again. In, a, oh, oh, in what? Amen. It will raise me after three days. I'm glad he started with the bride. Have you seen that? Glory. If you understand this thing, man, it's still uncomfortable. How do you keep it? It's powerful. powerful. Oh, think of it. Let's just like, I like that one. This inoculation, this bomb will raise me up again in the last days. This. He had to, just excitement. He had to look at, at us first. Before we can talk about Jesus is happened, but no. That, oh my. Now, he prescribed it to his disciples. Huh? And he said, don't go to some seminary to learn to preach. I'm not a good preacher, you hear me? Hey, but wait in the city of Jerusalem till you have been inoculated with the toxin from heaven. What a language. So that these people won't kill me, my brother. I'm reading it. They must just go arrest me, my brother. That will take care of you. Amen. Go on, my brother. 
That will hold you in the hour of temptation. <laughs> we told you about the hour and you said to be alive. Now here is the hour. And with this toxin, when you are anointed with it, is what? Is eternal life. What a beautiful call, isn't it? Amen. So what does your saints? Is there anyone among us who would say, Lord, I pray now. In your will, I pray. Help me. I can't make it alone in this hour. Let me just enter with you in this hour. If there's anyone, you can just raise your hand and you pray. Father, help me. This hour. Understand me, we are now facing a time. We're going to be having communion today, right? So, and I trust that um, the Lord will help us. Amen. Just remember that. From today, just go pray the, the way of God's will. And you see, God will add other things. If you find these things first, He will add other things. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me out here. Holy Spirit, follow us today. Holy Spirit, baptize us. Feed us. We raise our hands before you, Holy Spirit. We seek Him after you. Scripture says that we must seek after you while you are found. And Lord, here we are. Holy Spirit, here we are. Open our hearts. Feel us, Lord. Our hearts are open. Let there be any space, Lord, left for something. Oh, Holy Spirit, I intercede right now. There are hands risen here. There are many people with different needs. There's a lot of different things needed here. Would you please be merciful to us, Lord? Be merciful to every hand. If they receive this word today, Lord, the will of God is the message of the hour. Because by the message of the hour, we can only know what you require of us today in your word. Otherwise, we don't know, Lord. Please, touch your people. Fill them, Lord. Seal them, Lord. Because that's where their safety is. We're facing a time, Lord. A very tough time. We're facing an hour. That we can't take it alone. We can't bear it alone. Hence we have your promise to keep us in that hour. And I know it's going to be a half an hour for us, Lord. Of silence. Because the bride will not be allowed to do many things. 
and the bride will be busy with a prayer, with a spirit of inoculation. Your toxin, Lord, your serum, Lord, that seals us, Lord, until the day of redemption. Be our guide, be our leader, be our ruler, Lord. Forgive us our sins, our trespasses, our iniquities, Lord. Cleanse us completely, Father. We surrender all to you, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, from this moment on, take charge in our life, Lord. Lead us by your Spirit, O Heavenly Father. Forgive us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Help us to be faithful to you. To walk in holiness and newness of life. Blameless before you in love, O Holy Spirit. Here we stand. We can do no other but to be led in your truth by your Holy Spirit. This is our choice today. Be merciful to every hand, Lord. Feel the Lord. Open their eyes to see what is going on now. For some people, as we speak, Lord, it's like we're speaking parables. But Lord, Things are going on and happening right now. And the manner in which they are happening, Lord, it seems as if it's not it. But oh, help us, Father, to see it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we surrender all. And the church says, Amen. Amen.